This is NerdFT Radio, where nerds, full-time explorers of the metaverse, surface of the blockchain, and not in our mom's basement. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. the M16 God. The new Call of Duty's out. I'm <laughs> killing it. And I'm here with Crypto Cryer, a.k.a. the Prime God. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> Cryer, we're pumping. Things are pumping left. That's things right. are pumping right. Things That's are pumping right. up. Things are pumping, not down. Wait, hold up. Up, left, and right. Let's go with that. How are you, Cryer? How's everything going right now? (laughs) Doing great, my friend. We've been uh, on the grind again. We've got some daily spaces going. I think that's been pumping my spirits back up. All the bags are pumping, so we're doing good there. Okay. We got the NFT gaming going. Everyone's kind of hyped there. We got random crypto tokens going off. We got new ecosystems blowing up. So, yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. And to start off the show, let's just go into it. And <laughs> actually, no, I can't even do our segment, which is what big web to what big corporation jumps into NFTs or into crypto space because this company already has jumped into the space. Mm-hmm. And it's the little the mouse one. What's that mouse? The one mouse called guy. Disney, mouse guy. Dis- Disney decided to do some rumblings right now. So we have a official jump into the space for the fourth or fifth Second, time yeah. disney no it's like the fourth or fifth disney is partnering <laughs> with flow to go ahead and release nfts which are going to be specifically disney pins from disney ip it's going to be star wars ip and i'm forgetting the last one but it's around three of them unfortunately i, I didn't see marvel on this list but they will be traded and sold on flow so obviously for some some of you listeners you probably remember flow from number one nba top shot number two nfl all day which probably actually you probably don't even know that exists and number even though it's doing pretty well number three the big one which is going to be Doodles. So Doodles 2 has their platform on Flow as well. Cryer, a uh, big anti-Flow guy, but Flow is doing its thing and it That's is right. collaborating with one of the biggest companies in the entire world, which again is Disney. So Cryer, what do you think about this move? And is, I'll actually, I have another question for you right after that, but what do you think about right, this cool. move? I think it's a great move for Disney. Uh, they've already, they want to have a controlled system. Right. Like they, they are very protective of their IP. They don't want to have a lot of, a lot of possibility of having something mistake, mistaken from them, their company, or they don't want to be, if I'm searching for open sea and what's right next to crypto dick butts, they probably wouldn't be super happy. So I do think that they're obviously going to try to go into the controlled garden area a controlled walled off garden. And I do think flow is a good choice for that just because it is, it's like a very quick, you know, low fees. You don't even know that type of stuff is happening, but yeah, I think that's good for that. And I do think I had, someone had a really good, interesting take on that too, was think of it like, how did you get, how did you get here? You had, you started with top shot, which was flow. You didn't know, you didn't know it was what it was or anything like that. You just were like, I'm a collector and I like these things. Then you branched over to ETH because you saw more wins, more things that were interesting to collect. I saw B-Ball Pandas and I was like, shit, I got to go over <laughs> Let's there. go. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, you, it, it is it's like a bridge to other things, right? Most people, when they first come in, I would say generally don't start off right the bat, right off on ETH, especially in the NFT stuff. I've seen a lot of people start with Tezos or Solana or Flow or some other means. And then eventually they make their way to Ethereum because there's a lot of if they are looking to that, if they're, you check all the boxes on slightly a degen, 
big time collector, more things to collect, you end up on ETH. So I do think that is a, a stepping stone. And it doesn't mean that a company starts off with something, doesn't go somewhere else and expand their horizon. So I, I do think that it's an interesting play for Disney. There's definitely, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. They're, those not, they're not going to be highly traded. I really picture them more like a, how like Reddit is. Like most people just collect them and don't trade them. There's not like a lot of volume coming through there. Okay. You know, people are going to be collecting the pins. And I th just like the Starbucks stuff. Like, there's not a lot of people flipping Starbucks NFTs and stuff like that. I think it's going to be more, a lot more geared towards the collector side versus the flipper side, personally. Okay, I, I can see that. But I will say that what's going on here is, number one, sure, the name of this is going to be Disney Pinnacle. Uh, number two, yeah. uh, the other thing I was missing was Pixar. So you're going to see Pixar. Pixar um, yeah. IP as Disney well in there, Wars. Heroes and Villas of Star Wars, and then other unique collectibles. Again, these are going to be collectible and tradable digital pins. And the really interesting part about this whole entire thing, it's going to be powered by Flow. But the very, very interesting is the NFT platform, Disney Pinnacle, will launch later this year. Now, where is it going to launch? The Apple Store for iOS and the Google Play Store for Android and on the web. But the real interesting part is iOS Apple. and Play Store. That is pretty much telling us that this is going to be a lot easier for a lot of people to get in and do this. If you go to Disney as much as I do, or maybe even FUD now, you know that everyone's crazy about Disney pins. You literally can walk up the cast members in all four Disney parks, as well as even in Disney Springs and all the other Disneys around the world. And they all have pins. You can trade those pins and they make so much money off pins. And by the way, pins are very expensive. A lot of people think like it's only a couple bucks. They're 15, 15 to 30 to 40 bucks, depending on how like Jesus. exclusive it is and whatnot. So it's actually really interesting to see how this will go I, again i remember being a little kid and just collecting pins i have a crap ton of pins right behind me but disney specifically it's been a really cool thing that my friends used to do when we were younger we'd go to disney the really interesting part about that was that if you ever trade a pin with a cast member at the disney parks all the pins that they have they actually have a little small golden mickey on the pin that you can get nowhere else other than trading it with a cast member so obviously they see the value of collectibles they see the value of these pins they see the that people are going to want to have these in what other way better way to do it than actually having an app where people can go and collect this and buy them and trade them the whole nine cuz again when we the overall scheme of things, the only thing we always, the, the one thing we always say is that it has to be easy for everyone to do. And just like yeah. you said at the beginning, when I first got into this space, it was NBA Top Shot. Was it the easiest thing in the world? Absolutely not, because it was on a computer instead of a phone. If it was easy, it would have been on a phone, but it was a lot easier than downloading a MetaMask, downloading Coin, Coinbase, by the way, to then send the ETH, wait a few days, yeah. send the ETH, grab that, ex someone explain yeah, what the heck huge. gas is and all yeah. these stuff. Yeah, and then also you're you're trading on ETH with those. You're spending minimum six, seven bucks. And back no, and back in the day it was even a lot more too. It was twenty. Yeah, yeah, we got right now and we're down. Oh not, yeah, the transaction volume's not super high. It's still fairly expensive to do a transaction, especially if you're like a newcomer, right? A really high value. That that's what the thing is. Like you got super high value NFTs when you're trading something that's ten grand. You're paying six bucks. It's not a big deal when you're trading something that's. 15 bucks and it's costing you six bucks to trade it. That doesn't, that's not cost feasible. So yeah, Absolutely. I do think that's a, a good call. 
me being me, I still think Polygon or Arbitra, something else is, is also super interesting. But yeah, I definitely see, they're definitely capturing most of the larger corporations. They have Ticketmaster, yep. uh, Instagram is like partnered with them, right? I think, I believe. NBA, NBA NFL. NFL. There's, they're hitting every one of the big Doodle. ones. Doodles. Yeah, Doodles. Um, even though, yeah, I, I still don't like the Doodle one because you still have to do both, which is insane to me. But yeah. I do, I do see that as, as a benefit, right? And if it helps, it's the top of the funnel. If it gets more people down the rabbit hole than it does, it gets them there. I do think that's a cool move. And again, like if you have collaborations with other things on Flow, that could be huge also. We talked about this. It's not just beneficial for the user. It's beneficial for Disney, right? They see what people are collecting. They see if all the people collecting pins... Oh, like actually 70% of people collecting these pins actually have like Doodles wearables now. Yo, let's fire up a Doodles collab with Disney because guess what? Most of our pin collectors are actually also holding this other collection or yep. do a, they already own like ESPN. Like I'm sure they could work in a deal with some, something to do with sports and on NBA through Top Shot or something like that. I feel like there could or be the NFL, a bunch of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, definitely a lot of open, open doors for that. Especially if that yeah, they own complete, their own complete their own platform, I think it does. It could be an interesting idea. You were talking about the pins. I don't. I knew nothing about the Disney pins. I've never got one or oh, anything. It's like nuts, that. bro. I do think that the idea of like you, you're trading them with the person that it makes it more special because it has the special pin on the back or whatever. I wonder well, if they do something the inside app. the app. I think that'd be a really cool idea if you absolutely you take it and they have some sort of like digital signature that upgrades your pin because you've now traded it inside the park or. You've traded it with one of the cast members, something like that. I think that would be really interesting. I think that could be something that's, again, makes the item more valuable on chain. And I think that's something that people don't really think about when they think about NFTs. It's just, oh, it's just a picture or whatever, but like, oh, they're upgradable and it evolves with you. Like maybe if you go to, you go to the parks multiple times. Yeah. You go to the multiple parks multiple times and now like you get to choose which pin you want to upgrade and it's now gold. Yeah. Yeah. It's now holographic pin or like they can do a lot of really cool things that aren't able to do with physical items. I do think that is 100% like the ideas we're going towards that brand loyalty stuff. I think it's a, I think it's a really good move. Absolutely. One of the things that the CEO of Dapper uh, Roham, Roham, yep. Roham said was fans anywhere will be able to collect dynamic keyword is dynamic. There, dynamic pins on their phone and trade instantly and securely with each other, no matter where they are in the world. Again, when we talk about NFTs, when we talk about these digital collectibles, these digital assets, the main thing that we need to focus on, if you're a collector, that's still not like getting it with what's going on in this whole revolution of digital collectibles is that the opportunity of trading and not having to deal with sending things to people, trading with anyone in the world, wherever in the world, instead of just your trading card store that's 25 miles away from your house or the event that you go once a year to Comic-Con in San Diego or New York or the Comic-Con that you go in the like the random small Comic-Cons and things like that. This is true. Or of course, eBay and all these things. Again, when we think about all those things, it's a lot of work and we're taking out the middleman and middlewoman of this by 
having this open world pretty much marketplace where you're going to be able to trade with anyone and it's going to be a lot easier to go ahead and do that on the selling side as well as on the trading side and there's no need to actually ship it and damages or getting lost waiting four five six ten days for it anything like that it's actually pretty cool and one thing while you were talking about those experiences imagine if you're able to upgrade these again he used the word dynamic here I feel like a lot of these companies, again, like a PO app or even what's going on here, NBA Top Shot, NFL All Day. I know NBA Top Shot had some events where if you went to the game, you would actually get a top, like their whole point is like they want to get Top Shot moments from the game that you went to. Same thing with the NFL, maybe even same thing with here with Disney. Imagine a world. So let me ask you, Carl, did you ever play Pokemon Go? I didn't play a ton, but I definitely, yeah. I mean, but I you played it a little play. bit. Later down the road, what was going on, and I actually didn't, it like wasn't able to experience like the... this, but there's actually like live events where people get exclusive things. One day it could be multiple shinies that are just out of this one Pokemon. Here, I have a Pokemon right in front of me, a little Bulbasaur. Oh. Imagine just a shiny Bulbasaur on that same day and you have to go to a Pokestop and that's how you were to get this. Now yeah. imagine a world where these pins, same exact thing, that same day or at that Animal Kingdom or the they can make it way more world exclusive in Paris or things like that. They can it so make it. They can make it exclusive. They can figure ways to do a lot of really awesome things. So I do see a world where they can definitely do that. And the other thing I did want to mention is a lot of people in the space right now, more on the sense of the VV side. They're like back and forth on this announcement because obviously Disney's biggest, launched with this biggest thing, biggest partnership in Web3 in this whole entire ecosystem VV, has right? been Vivi, right? And a lot of people are like, oh, wh what happened to Vivi? I'm like, guys, let me ask you a question. Can Disney sell at Target and Walmart or just exclusively at one? And they're like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. I'm like, all right, exactly. We've seen Disney go into it. Remember, if you recall a few meetings ago for Disney on the on their annual or their quarterly what is it, their board meetings that they have every quarter? They actually said that they have a partnership with Matic as well. So they have Matic. They have, I think they have another one, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Vivi. They have Vivi. They have Flow. They have, what's the other one I'm missing? There's I mean, they're one just, missing. They're trying There's, a, they're trying a they're bunch of things a bunch in of the stuff. space. They don't know Absolutely. what's going to work. And I think that's very commendable because why would you put all your eggs in one basket with a large corporation? Absolutely. You don't know and which one's going to get traction. Remember... Earlier this year, Disney actually pulled the plug on its metaverse division that literally yeah. had 7,000 people on it. And the expenses went up to $5.5 billion in two months. So again, we can figure, I'm so sorry. By the way, it was only like a team of 70, not 7,000. There's a very big layoff <laughs> of 7,000 that they had, but they only had 50 yeah. in the metaverse division, which were laid okay. off or were put somewhere else, right? Again, it's what I saw with Cool Cats when they built this Cooltopia in this game, even though they should have probably not called it a game. They should have called it like a homepage, something different. But Cool Cats noticed, hey, we are not a gaming company. Like we're, yeah. we can't build a game. So what are we going to do? We're going to partner with what gaming companies. So Disney saw this. They're like, Hey, we're not at where we're supposed to be in this whole metaverse, in this whole crypto space. Yeah. Instead of spending more money and doing all this crazy stuff, how about we pull the plug on our end and let's start partnering with multiple companies that can use our IP, grow it, push us, and then we can understand like what route we should truly get into later down the road or we just stick to doing this. And maybe, by the way, you guys remember that Disney's one of the biggest companies in the world? Would it be a shocker if they just bought one of these companies out later down the road to actually do all their metaverse and all their crypto stuff 
later down the road. So again, there's a lot of avenues that again, Disney isn't a freaking PFP company. It's literally Disney. So they can do a lot of stuff on the back end and they're just trying to figure it out. And obviously, yeah, I mean, most NFTs are focused on IP and they are the leaders in IP. Realistically, I'm sure they're the largest IP company in existence. Hello Kitty, one of those Hello Kitty Pokemon. Like those are the top three. Hello Kitty, Pokemon and and Disney. I mean, sure, Disney has like more overarching, like more characters like that. But oh, yeah, all I mean, combined. Yeah, obviously. I got the list. It's just, too. I want to I want to tell you it. Keep going. What's up? Good. Are uh, you want to hear it? All right. So number one is Pokemon. Number two, Hello Kitty, which is so mind blowing to me. Number three, shocker here, but it's Winnie a Pooh. Hmm. Number four is Mickey Mouse. Number five is Star Wars. So Winnie a Pooh combined, yeah. Mickey I mean, Mouse, Star Wars, we got that. Yeah. Disney princesses, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider Man, like they cars, I mean, Toy Story. They don't they own have the top everything. two, but everything else is they own. So they, they own are their biggest else. RP brand. By the way, I just so, I would like to say in the top twenty, uh, One Piece is there. Just wanted to say that. Keep this guy. But yeah, just the idea here that. NFTs really revolutionize IP. I think that's like the biggest thing that they do because you're bringing that physical item and into the digital space. And I, it's such a easy win for these large companies because people want to experience things in new ways. And like literally everyone spends so much time on their phone and whatever anyways. Now, it's not that crazy of a stretch to go down this route. People spend thousands and millions upon millions of dollars on in-game purchases billions most of them are like very cosmetic type things i definitely think this is a really cool idea and again i can be incorporated into a ton of different things so good Good absolutely again this is this is we're starting again we got all those big companies they're doing it little by little they wind you know we out all this the bad stuff and i truly believe that the space is allowing itself to we out all the bad a lot of people leaving the space a lot of people also getting arrested a lot of people just disappearing so hopefully we we start getting the good and out with the bad on that end but let's go ahead and jump over into more of the web3 gaming what do do we want to call it instead of web3 gaming do we call it like digital collectible gaming no do we call uh, crypto gaming block blockchain Blockchain gaming. let's go with blockchain games so let's go with blockchain gaming that's the new word because we don't like to use web 3 because we're still remember at web 2.1468241 got it so but yeah crier what do we got because there's some things pumping right now god so we're gonna start off with prime god right let's go ahead and do that Parallel, we've been, I've been parallel pilled. We've had Gone and Temple Crush or Temple Crash on our podcast twice now. They have been absolutely killing it, firing on all cylinders and this accumulation of reaching a lot of people. They have good marketing. They have a great product. They've been, now they have an ERC 20 that was released earlier this year, which is like their whole ecosystem. And it's been doing incredibly well. The year and they've got really good ways to sink that money. And I think that's a really good way to, if there's anyone that's doing it, that is starting a playbook. I personally think that parallel is starting a playbook for good tokenomics structure and a good gameplay mechanics that are going forward. Cause again, as a user who doesn't know anything about it, crazy easy to get into. You don't have to do anything. You sign up with an email and start playing, right? It's, you can get any person going. They had great referral programs that have definitely worked. So we had the ability to get a 
ability to get one of their avatars. And the only way to do it was instead of buying the avatar, if you were a player you and you had 25 ranked wins, you got an invite to give to somebody. And that invite got them the ability to, if they then were the person they invited, played all 25 rookie rank ups, they were able to then earn avatar, right? I do think this is a really, really great way to get someone like one of your closest friends to try out something new and play a game they haven't tried before. And if they're not crypto native, like they didn't have to be at all, like they didn't have to know any of this stuff. And I think that's shown like showcase that they're, they're, they're other op, like they're ever, they're other things that they're really focusing on now too, is like getting out into streaming. So now they're doing 300 prime for top streamers over the next little bit. So you, if you're interested in streaming the game, 300 prime is, that's a good chunk of money now. Like it's literally like 1800 bucks. I do think that these things are very much so very well thought out and I'm just super excited about it. We got the planet fall. Um, that's their next expansion. It comes out this month. They said they have three products launching by the end of end of this quarter. We got a lot of cool shit coming and it, it's just getting started. So. No, absolutely. Now, if we flip over into the Ronin side, I always like this game. Yeah. When I look at it, it's pixel online, right? And this is the one game that actually is taking a storm just like parallel did when we first started as well as still parallel is still doing its thing, but 86 or 87,000 87, daily nuts. active users for, for a crypto game. I that's mean, nuts. the only other one that's ever had like stuff like that. Axie. In Axies, right? Yeah. They've yeah. taken the, yeah, they've taken I think maybe, I think DFK and the bull maybe had there as well. A lot, a lot of, a couple of them had like that people signing on doing transactions like that. But I think this is definitely, this is for a bear market. That's fucking monstrous. That's definitely something that's not normal. Perspective really quick. On very the, quick. Let's say on the, it's number one, very quick, but number two, RuneScape, the one I always talk about right now, they have like active players, like 20,000 like right now online in this second and you're telling me they have 86 obviously they have 1.8 million right they have active users but there's only 20,000 online right now now look at what's going on with this 86,000 that's just a number we haven't seen in the space remember when we think about like for us at least on the pfp side like there's only 6,000 holders for the major projects you're telling me 86,000 people and i really thought there's only 17 left of us in the space right now so again shout out to them but unfortunately i think on my end it just looks a little like stardew and i know you and me car we tried we want to but we got to check it out we definitely got to check it out I, I have played it once before it was a lot earlier and they were doing their land pretty much like land distribution if you got like certain checklists and stuff like that a participation you're able to get land i didn't end up getting the putting enough time in to do it so i didn't really get anything but I played it. It didn't look terrible, but yeah, it's very similar to that, like Stardew Valley. And it's something I'm just not crazy into, but there are people Cry who have not like Pixel. Me. Come on, guys. We know this. I, yeah, yeah. Saying like the idea, I've always said this too. I don't care for the Pixel art. I don't, I love Pixel games. I don't I have agree. a problem with Pixel games, but as long as they're good. I, and I'm not saying this is not a good game. I, it's been literally like a year since I've even tried it. So I think we're going to, I might pop in there and, and give it a whirl, but they've been definitely. You know, some people are fucking loving it. There's definitely something right there. Six thousand. Yeah, and I think the Stardew Valley is again, it's like a more of a single player type game. You're not doing a lot of stuff, whereas this one is like built in, where you're doing like the farming and plots, but you're also able to trade it all 
So I and do think that people, a, that's where a yeah, lot of people, I, they come in and say they compare it to a RuneScape where you can see other people. It's an open world WoW as well. Obviously on the skill side and fighting side, there's nothing of that. That's why it's compared more to the Stardew Valley side. I feel it would have been a really great time for this game to have came out during covid because i remember during covid i got really into animal crossing and that was like the yeah. best game in the entire animal crossing is very similar to sort of valley oh absolutely but just it looks better and it's on the switch and also stardew's on the switch and i'm just yeah. an asshole and i just couldn't get into stardew that's all i think i got animal crossing out and then i was like let me try stardew and i'm like stardew. yeah i feel me, like i need to yeah, shoot it try it out i need to shoot we both we can both try it out we'll yeah we definitely it maybe it's been how long it's been since covid right since two years now so maybe i can go into animal crossing mode again who knows but definitely interesting and we've ronin i think it's really interesting to see this because pixels they weren't there this is they migrated to ronin chain and before they did the migration very little users were happening this is all since transferring to ronin that we're now seeing this massive increase okay. in users and i think that's really interesting because as we go forward from here we have all these competitive gaming chains right we see Avalanche is having stuff like, you know, we, you know, we talk about the DFK, they have Shrapnel, they have Off the Grid, they have a bunch of games coming out on the Avalanche side. Immutable X has a bunch of like their own game. They have their card game. They have um, partnership with GameStop. The partnership game shop, but they also have what's the, what was that horror game that we interviewed? The, they're not a, they're not an NFT company anymore. Yeah. They're still, they're still focusing on, on, I don't think so. They don't no, they definitely said they just didn't want to. They didn't want to showcase it. Is what they said. But, anyways, there's there, yeah. they have a lot of games also on that chain. But we, when you actually break it down, the most successful blockchain game is Axies. They've dominated this entire thing. When every time that everyone's oh, with board apes is high volume, whatever, blah 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 blah. Axie surpasses every collection by like multiple multiple numbers, uh, multiple X's. And actual volumes, they have the users that are very interested. And guess what? When Axies came out, it was like the actual game came out. An insane amount of volume came in because people were just super excited about it. They didn't have they were collecting these little things to breed with and not actually do anything with for a super long time. And then when it actually came out, it was huge. And then again, anytime a new game comes out, it's instantaneously you get a ton of new users. Good, and the same thing game. here is any founders yeah, not even a good game even anthem had a fuck ton of people until no, 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 they no. bought it and then it founders, sucked so founders, they stopped please. quickly a good game don't listen to crier good games only please thank you i definitely want good games only i'm please. not saying that but people were incredibly no matter what the game is it's always like super amount of tension once it's gone, look, they beat look it, and, and then let's it's gone. Look on the other side of what just happened on the Fortnite side. Fortnite was dying down, and yeah, what exactly. did they just go ahead and do? They brought back the OG map, and literally, yeah. I th I'm pretty sure they the day one, broke. which is I, I right. think last Friday, yeah. if not the, the Friday before, yeah, they is, broke every record. Like millions yeah. of people jumped in, and they were playing, and people I even are now it. playing. I don't even play that again. much. Look at that. Look, it just brings people back to it. They give more options. Again, now you don't have to do on the build side. You can do no build or you can do build, et cetera. There's more things. Yeah. And a lot of these from Axie, from maybe even like for Board Ape, they're building all these different things and people are finding their niche of, oh, I like this or I like that or I like this or I like that. You don't yeah. always have to play everything. You have to just find that one thing that you like to play and just keep on going. But obviously, just the main thing I'd like to stress here is just make good games that are fun they're easy they can be yeah. 
help onboard people and it doesn't feel like it's literally financial transactions to play the game it should feel yeah, exactly. like a video game that's all should be smooth and entertaining and again that's where like stuff like, that's why parallel is doing well because you don't know it or anything like nothing that. pixels is, i haven't played it again but like when i did play it 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 was just like a regular game like there, i didn't have to do anything or mess with my wallet or anything it was just sign in and then that's your account and then start playing and so you didn't feel like you were doing anything on it or definitely How i could latent. see it really quick crier is like for these like mm -hmm. games these blockchain games it has to be more of the sense of you make an account like you've always made an account for any game and it, it gives you the option if you want to connect your wallet if you want to take it to the next step go ahead if you don't yep. want to for a full two three, four for five it. six years you don't have to. And then on the seventh year, you know what? You know what? Let me try this. And all the things that you have on your account, boom, you get it right there. You keep on going and you're able to do it. That's how I would personally like to see things where it's an option. And later down the yeah. road, it won't be an option, of course, because everyone will finally understand, oh, crap, I want to own the things I'm freaking spending hours upon yeah. days upon weeks to get. And then that we're in Valhalla by then. But yeah, for sure. And the other thing to it too is once they actually get this going, we've seen this a lot too with Fortnite. They don't really do, it's not like I'm buying another copy of Fortnite over and over and over or Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty has, I don't even know how many titles. I'm like playing it right now. Titles. The game I just bought, by the way, it could have just been like a DLC of the previous game. Yeah, it's always and that. I would have been fine. It's fun. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it should have been. It shouldn't have been seventy dollars. I'll tell you that one right now. That's how it always is, though. That's why 100%. Fortnite is doing so well and crushing it on everyone Absolutely. else is because they're not doing that bullshit, and people don't like. But call even Call of Duty though is now it's just like when you click in to to play the game, it's like it's, it's Call of Duty. The, yeah, it's, it's not exactly. anything else. Just Call it's, Duty. Here's all your Call of it's Duty. The franchise. Yep. yep. And that's the thing that they're moving towards is because especially with NFTs, as they get more popular and stuff like that, then you can transfer your characters across multiple platforms, multiple franchise titles. We have GTA 6 coming Six and then GTA 7. You can pull your character soon. in. GTA 7? Um, so, We're already talking. Well, hold up. Pause, pause. We can't talk about they're 7. They're definitely talking about GTA 7. Uh, first off, it's been 10 years since GTA 5. Let's first get yeah. GTA 6, at least a trailer, and then you know maybe saying, we can though, talk like, 7. I know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> But like the idea if they were able to, if, I don't know if they did it this time, but if they were able to get in any type of that mentality of being able to transfer things going further, That's people spend, how people spending so much time on GTA 5 online, nuts, all these super high ranks and it, all though. this money and all this stuff. And that's all gone. Now. It's, it's going to be that's gone. That's why I believe and, that the club penguins of the world, the runescape of the world, the wow of the world, they were. Yeah. The itemization before it's ones. time. Yeah. It was before it's time where you could literally just play a game and every holiday, every year, there was a new update. And we didn't cherish that back in the day where we got more things all the time and we we're just playing one game that just more every single year upgraded. got better and better, yeah. upgraded, keep going. And we got expansion, into this whole expansion, you know. Exactly. We got into this whole like circle of it was the Call of Duties, it was the Halos, it was the sports games. There's always a new sports yeah. game every year but it's sure. the same thing just a little bit more sweat on the player on the call of duty side it was different maps and now it's getting so bad that they're going back to the old maps and then being like hey 
We got the old Nasty. Why is he going to come buy another one? Nostalgia, right? So it, yeah. it's pretty funny to see. And like you said, 100% Fortnite was the one that broke the gaming industry and on the literally side, put it for, like, on, on the its side, head. Like it's Absolutely. Commonly... Absolutely. No, screw that on the shooter side, on any side. Literally, like it, it literally put the gaming space on its head and they figured out and unfortunately it should have been the wow it should have been the runescape it should have been the club penguin that did it but people just didn't see it back in the day until we just got literally worn out of all the call of duties of all the halos of all the sports games of all the battlefields and all these things and we're like you know what this is super nice what's going by the way a battle pass like as much as people say oh you bought the battle pass it's literally ten dollars in the person saying that bought the last six years if you would have bought just one call of duty you could have got six battle passes but again it's just yeah and also the really great thing about those battle passes until this day even call of duty by the way is doing pretty good with it if you play the bot the battle pass they will give you the v bucks or the to cod get, coins yeah. to get the next one you don't ever have to until they get you and they drop a marvel skin what i have to buy right away and then Baited. i have to buy more v bucks yeah they bait the fuck out of me but it's super awesome. This is it's again, it, yeah. like you said, Cryer, things are moving. People are coming more into the space yet again. Things are pumping. It should be very interesting. Hopefully these companies yeah. take this opportunity and like they should have last time. Declared dead. Now everyone's back. And maybe Let's it's go. just the elites. They said that so like they can jump in. They bought all the stuff and we don't even know it yet. Yeah, they, we're screwed. Buy all the companies, buy all the cheap stuff. They shake everybody out coins, and that's what that's, that's literally how it happens cats, every they year. bought our cheap apes they bought our cheap doodles and look at us where are we at who would have thought they didn't crazy. get our cheap pudgies <laughs> crazy go, they baby. didn't yeah they're just, they're still doing their thing and by the way if i'm not mistaken on the pudgy side i saw that oh yeah making, let's talk that they're ma- what are they today? making they're they're are they not vending machines but they're like arcade it's games like a, yeah arcade games so you can put in like dave Inside, and busters all or, that stuff yeah that's pretty awesome um, to get the awareness and the ip going and all that stuff obviously yeah. i will personally say on that side when's the last time you went to a dave and busters or when's the last time you went to an arcade? i literally go that's every just, week all right, God damn it, cry! I don't Maybe with kids. I don't man, have a child. Definitely gotta go. The, with the, kids, you're, man. The, there, there it is. Absolutely. So on my side, I don't see it, but then you know what? Check mark the goddamn Luca and the pudgy penguins because you're absolutely right. I talk about this every single time. We're not here for us. We're here for the next generation, and the next generation yep. is obviously in these goddamn arcades and still doing what we did as children. I mean, yeah, you go on Wednesdays. Right. It's like half half PowerPoint day you're or whatever. Absolutely right. It's literally. I take so my cheap. statement back. Great job, Pudgy Penguin. Where's my Pudgy? Dude, yeah, and and he's grinding on the. He's been like CBS, NBC, all the the Daily Show, all these things Uh now. Oh, he's been doing his thing. He's making his rounds. By the way, we just got some new stuff on the new drop for the wearables for Pudgy. Cool Cats is going to be in there. Gutter's going to be in there. Seals is going to be in there. A bunch of other NFT projects. Remember, we had that alpha in our last podcast with him where he said that he's going to go hard and and moving the space together. He wants to collaborate. He wants to do this because without, by the way, competition. He's going to succeed and take us all with us or set us back three years is what he said. He's He's the one. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's going to be the one that's going to set us back, but no, that's literally it, what he said. He's either we succeed absolutely. and I'm taking everybody with us, or we're going to go ham and we're not going to be liked. And then we're the NFT set back a long time. So, because he's realistically, he's the one that's actually out in front of people that are not in the space, right? Generally, it's always just like a big circle jerk between what are you doing? Right. Oh, we're going to the NFT events. 
we only do NFT events. We have parties sorry. and we all hang out with each other and it's 6,000 people and it's always the same 6,000 people. And, we and get our eyes out of that frozen. is it's all the same 200 people because the only people that are in, the, in America that can actually make the event. Yeah. So the 186 white dudes that can show up to this party. Dude, don't forget about the four <laughs> girls. Come on. Yeah. yeah, come on. But you know what I'm saying? This is it's the ones that are actually pushing the envelope are definitely pushing it hard. And I really appreciate that. And I will say one other that's pushing it because we're about to hit that because it is almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's see the, the, the cool, cool cat chill. Yo, you just like chilled the, 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 the penguins. Relax. Just... Cool cats will be in the Macy's Day Parade. Luffy on the One Piece side will also be there. But Cryer, do you have anything <laughs> else that's been popping off that we need to talk about, or can we get into the nerd stuff? Because I did you do your? Stuff. Have you done your homework yet? And watch Scavengers oh. Rain? Oh, absolutely not. I've been playing Call of Duty nonstop. Nonstop, dude. Nonstop. I'm a dog. The reviews and people like talking about yeah? the show. Ooh, insane. telling. Okay. Okay. You, if you put an episode on right now, you would literally watch all 12 and you would be like, oh my fucking God. Okay. All right. You know what? Tell I'll me. do it. I'll do it tonight. I'll put one episode on tonight and see how it's going. <laughs> yeah, now we'll I have talk, to flip we'll it talk to you. Six hours. <laughs> Hold up. I got to flip it to you now. Have yeah. you done your goddamn homework? Have you Which seen one? Loki? Oh yeah. I'm on episode four or five. So holy crap. The ending. How many is there? Six total? Six total. Um, yeah, so I think so I'm on. Have, I think I have five and six to watch. Stuff. We're, we're going into the nerd. Number one, Loki finale is out. Holy shit. It is the greatest. Here we go, Cry. You ready? Loki is the greatest character in the MCU. They crushed it. They The arc from villain to what is about to happen, no spoilers, the phenomenal. Number two. The Marvels actually came out. It absolutely tanked the first day. I went and saw it. Worst performing I loved Marvel it. movie? No, yeah, it was worst performing Marvel movie. I will say two things here. Number one, they had two days to promote it because they only had two days from the actor strike that finally yeah, ended. So they only had two days to promote. So number one. Number two, the movie was fucking phenomenal. I loved it. It was so much fun. The whole entire theater, which was one fourth of the theater, was uh, was laughing, was smiling. The end credit scene people. is probably at fifteen. The end credit scene was probably a top three end credit scene of all any Marvel whatsoever. And shit's about to go down. And the one thing I do want to also mention, actually, I got a few things. We have our Mister Fantastic. Oh yeah, that one's. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. We have. Our What's Mr. Fantastic, uh, Pedro Pascal, Pedro, yeah. a.k.a. Pascal. the Mandalorian, a.k.a. the man, the myth, the legend from The Last of Us, a.k.a. Yeah. I think he was he the villain in Wonder Woman 2 that was really bad. Yes, he's crushing it. He is literally the he's biggest a bunch of great person. Stuff. He's literally the biggest person in Hollywood right now. And Marvel took the safe play and said, we're not going to do this fan casting. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're going for the biggest guy in Hollywood, and we're going to make him into the biggest character in the MCU. Because Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, is the leader of the Fantastic Four, number one. Number two, the Illuminati. Number three, sometimes even the Avengers. So he is insane and i'm very excited to see what's going to go down here a lot of people are saying that because the strikes are over we're going to start getting a lot of news on the marvel side and i'm just super excited as well as on the dc side but the one other movie or trailer that just came out was madam web which is going to be spider woman and madam web it's sony i the trailer was cool but i'm it's sony just be cautious some reviews 
have said that it's actually not that bad, just like they said Craven looks like it's not that bad. But again, once again, I'll say it, it's Sony, so be careful. And the other thing I did want to mention is Invincible Season 2, Episode 2 is out. Episode 3 is coming out tomorrow while you're listening, if I'm not mistaken. I think it comes out on Thursdays. So be ready for that as well. Invincible is by far such an incredible show and i'm super excited for it and i've read the whole thing so we're about to get an incredible season two what do you have else for us crier here not too much i've been more on the my my nerd side has just been in the actual crypto stuff just he's cryptoing it out and i got one more thing then mario rpg is coming out on the 17th oh, i played mario so, wonder that was fun did you beat it no, I definitely don't. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm not. It's cool. actually not like that long. Two out of two. Whatever. Yeah, it's two, not that long. It's fun. It's fun. It's though. quick. It's easy. Not easy. There's just some levels I want to rip my eyeballs out. But Mario RPG is out on the 17th. It's a remaster of the old school Mario RPG. I actually never played. I don't like table turning games pretty much. So like, I don't know if I'm gonna get it yet. But a lot of my friends are super excited for it. Again, I'll see how everything goes on that, and maybe play at a friend's house something first, and then jump over into it if i like it but other than that again the space is moving crier things are happening on the entertainment side as well as on the crypto side on the nerd side on the blockchain side on the coin side things are pumping people are coming into the space more people are more bullish than ever which probably means we're at the top <laughs> i'm kidding but we're rumbling we're stumbling we're not stumbling but we're a lot running. of really awesome things are are we running or are we like jogging i feel like we're jogging just wait. Oh, boy. When Cryer has that face and he uses that tone, you should be ready. So for the We're listeners ready, at I'm home, ready. be ready. Keep listening. Keep grabbing those bricks. And actually, don't throw the brick. Get ready to build. Just hold them. Hold them <laughs> and get ready to build. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Nerd FT. Peace. Goodbye. See you later. Hasta la vista. <laughs> Bonjour. Wait, hold